episode 19 of the Nothing to Play podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and turnips. As always, it's your boy, Justin Time Carter, and back on the podcast, I got my boy, you love him, you know him, he's been working from home like everybody else, Maddie Martin. Hi, everybody. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Matt. Have have you been? I've been good. Uh, you know, just doing the social distancing stuff. I mean, I guess that's not much different from my everyday week, but now I'm working from home all the time now instead yeah. of just once a week. Yeah, I was like, Matt's been practicing social distancing since about 2008. Yeah. And he's been pounding Capri Suns trying to keep that vitamin C level in check. Yeah, just brought uh, bought a bunch of them for her kindergarten class but you know since they're not in school right now she just brought all of them home and i'm like all right well this is fine (laughs) just bring them over to the closet yeah just all cram them all in the closet and then that way even if the virus is in there it can't escape well, yeah, it'll. I'll be too hydrated to catch the virus. As everyone knows, you can't catch corona if you're so, stay hydrating. Yeah, it'll be like that Capri Sun commercial where the person turns into like the liquid metal Terminator, and, like <laughs> walks through the door. You're like, Brrr. Uh, so you've been doing good though. Yeah, I've been doing good. Uh, it does get a little weird that like. I'll jump in my car to, like, just go to the grocery store, and I'm like, man, my car smells super stale because I haven't taken it anywhere, and it's still sitting on that same tank of gas that I had it on two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we went to my parents for dinner last night for eggplant parmesan, and I walked outside, and the sun hit me in the face. I was like, god damn. I was like, dude, it's been, like, five days since I've, like, been outside to like leave the house well we went and like made our patio look nice so we could actually go outside and just kind of hang out on the patio so we've got like some of our plants that were doing good out there and we cleaned everything off and uh washed it off i mean the drain on our patio spills into someone else's patio down below us but i mean I guess it was raining, so I'm sure that's probably what happened. Yeah, plus, you know, if they're below you, it's not your problem, so. (laughs) Classic Justin Carter roommate scenario. Yeah, well, my thing is, because then their patio obviously runs off onto the person below them, so that's not their problem. (laughs) So they're still dealing with a problem, it's just not their problem. Or your problem. (laughs) Really, the first floor person, it's all of their problem, because it ultimately will all end up there at some point. <laughs> um, other than that, it's been it's been kind of weird, you know, working from home all the time. Um, I'm used to, like, only working from home whenever it's really dead, so I'll just work from home one or two days a month. And, but lately, it's just been like, okay, well, I'm going to get up, I'm going to check my emails, and do normal work stuff but um as far as work that's pretty much it it's been pretty weird just working from home it has been nice that i can go and just 
go to the kitchen and be like, actually eat breakfast or actually make myself something to eat instead of having to go out and spend money on food. See, there's been multiple times where it was about two in the afternoon and I'm sitting there working and I'm like, oh shit, we didn't pull anything for dinner. (laughs) What do you want to do for dinner? And Megan will be like, shrug. I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I'm like, well, I want chicken tenders and she doesn't want that. So you so you go and get one of those loaves of French bread that you keep around the house for whenever nobody knows what you want to eat. Yeah, and then I eat out the middle of it and just eat the giant dough ball and then stuff the new middle of it with cheese. <laughs> just lots and lots of cheese sticks. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter because I work from home now, so if I need to take a 40-minute shit to push out a cheese log, you know... Who cares? I mean, your boss isn't looking over your shoulder. Exactly. I'm like, as far as anyone's concerned, Skype says I'm online. As long as you've got that 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 mouse thing that keeps your your mouse moving. Yeah. I just put it on the floor and the dogs will just hit it around. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I it's weird because I've found that despite being home and working, it seems like I have less time in the afternoons than I did normally. I don't know if you've experienced that or not. Nah, no, because y- you seem to have a job where you can't, like, shut off easily. Yeah. Whereas, like, my job is, like, I, RD- I-, I remote onto my desktop machine. And then once I'm once it comes to, like, we're done with, like, Scrum in the afternoon, our, like, afternoon meeting, I'm just, like... All right, deuces, I'm gone. You're like, call me Ben Affleck because I'm gone, girl. Is that a Mission Impossible reference? The movie Gone Girl with Ben Affleck. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ben Affleck's other well-known movie, Mission Impossible. Oh, where he's Batman? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, even though now it's going to be... Shovel face, whatever the fuck his name is. Robert I Patterson. Mi- I didn't mind him how he looked in the costume. It actually looked pretty good. That's very old news at this point, though. <laughs> yeah, well, we've also been on a three-month hiatus, so that's new news <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> All news is new news. Yeah. Sin news. Um, Speaking of news... uh. And by news, I mean the the word that's adjacent to it, nudes. I uh, we haven't gone to Umame in forever. <laughs> I know For ramen. Is it even still open? Do you know? I tried calling a few weekends ago to see if I could at least like do takeout because it's been like I don't know, probably at least a couple of months since we've gone, and sadly not the case. <laughs> I was like, you've been jonesing for that spicy miso. Show you. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's been the. I think the main thing that's been super weird about this whole thing is like, well, since there's no conventions, and conventions were the main way that we we're trying to get the word out on boss battle, we're having to like pivot to other means of trying to get the word out about the game. Yeah, I was like, I know for you specifically, that's like the shittiest thing that's been going on. 
because I know you had about, what, like three conventions that you were planning on going to, and all of them got nixed? Yeah, we were going to go to Phoenix Comic Con, which we had a actual booth set aside by one of the local game shops here. They were like, hey, you want to come sit at our booth? We really like your game. And we were like, yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. Let's go do that. And then we had Burning Cat up in Portland, which we were super excited for because we were going to try and get as many people as possible, like, come into the booth and work in the booth. Um, we were even going to get our artist, Andrew, who we've never met, um, from over in uh, over in Savannah, Georgia. He's at SCAD, and he's been doing a great job on all of our card art, but we haven't ever met him, uh, so it was, that was going to be the chance to do that. And then we also had the AZ Game Fair, which was going to be, well, last weekend. <laughs> It was like, sounds like a fucking party at your place over there. Yeah, give me two seconds. Hey guys, I'm trying to record. That's the disadvantage of having my computer in the living room. <laughs> You're like, Justin Tiberius Martin, you go to your goddamn room. That's the couch. <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> But, yeah, like I was saying, I had a bunch of um, conventions that I was going to go to. And then we also had, like, small little playtest events that we had lined up at, um, like, the Game and Goat, which is out in Mesa. And they're awesome people. I really like that game shop. Um, but all of that got nixed because they aren't even letting people come in and just play games, which they do pretty frequently. So... That sounds like a place that Tim would work. It, it does sound like a place Tim would work. I'm surprised Tim's never talked about it. He can, like, awkwardly walk up to people staring at board games, and he's like, so, you guys, you guys play games and do this hand thing where he's like, you can't see it, but I'm mimicking Tim's little hand thing that he does where he snaps his fingers and claps his hands together because he does that. He does pretty frequently do that. All the time? Yeah. But yeah, no. I I mean, for, for me, for like the afternoon thing, I think really it's more just the fact that I've been putting in overtime and that's been consuming my afternoons more. So it just seems like I don't have more time working from home, but really it's because like I put in 95 hours <laughs> for this like work two weeks or whatever. So I put in like 15 hours of overtime. And then you've got like, I don't know, 20 hours part time in Blumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Yes. For anyone who doesn't already know, my uh, island of Blumpkin is thriving. And what did you name your town, Matt? Uh, Jelly Bay. Good old Jelly Bay. I mean, I would assume both of our towns look better than Chris's. Yeah. So speaking of Chris, so Chris, although I do appreciate it, I told Matt this story earlier today, but I'm going to tell it again of my first experience 
of playing Animal Crossing with Chris because Chris is a little bit of a double-edged sword where he's always fun to hang out with and do whatever, but it always comes at a price. And <laughs> a monkey's paw, if you will. Yeah. And <laughs> inviting Chris to your Animal Crossing town, although I I did benefit from it, it did come at a cost unbeknownst to me. So Chris messaged me and asked me, he's like, hey, He's like, do you want any cherry trees? I have some cherry trees. And I'm like, okay, you know, if you're giving away cherry trees, I will take some. Because I only had a couple and they hadn't grown in yet. So he was like, cool, open the gates and I'll come to your town and give you these trees. So I open the gates. He comes. In order to make modifications to someone's island, you have to be considered a best friend on their island. So I gave him best friend approval. And as soon as I fucking hit that button, he goes, whips out his shovel, and just starts digging fucking holes everywhere. Like, 15, 20 fucking holes. Like, plants 12 cherry trees, all in, like, stupid fucking places, like, in front of my house. And just in rows and clumps and shit. And then buries 20,000 bells in the ground. And then scoops up, like, six of my flowers and steals them. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, why are you stealing all my flowers? And he's like, I only took five. And I'm like, that was never a deal. We never agreed. Like, if you'd have said, hey, you want to trade me some flowers for some cherry trees, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, then a deal was struck. I know the expectation. But when the expectation is that you're going to come to my town and give me trees, and then you dig a bunch of holes and then steal my flowers and then give me money in return for whatever reason... That wasn't a part of the initial deal. It's not even a problem that he paid you or anything. It was the fact that there was no communication involved at all. I bet you would have even just given him the flowers. That wouldn't have been a problem. Well, yeah, and then it was the inconvenience of then I had to go shake fruit out of my own trees to eat, to remove and relocate the trees where I actually wanted them because he put them all in, like, my backyard in stupid places that I didn't want them to begin with. I honestly don't think you can drop the trees. I think that's part of the thing. You actually do have to plant them, quote-unquote, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Um, at that point, he should have just given you cherries. <laughs> it's all that Sonic porn. No, that would be if Surge was living here yet. Is Yiffin? Oh yeah, is he still gonna do that? Um, so it's kind of up in the air right now because of the fact that well, nobody's Ubering right now, so. Oh, that's true. That is like his main source of income, isn't it? Yeah, right now. So, uh, we're still waiting to see what happens. Dude, but if no one's Ubering right now, that means the market's untapped. He should just go just go rogue and start like black Ubering people. And he just wears a hazmat suit. And dresses like a pirate. Because it's illegal. Oh. And by illegal I mean he's like off the grid Ubering, which is basically just hitchhiking if you were born in the eighties. Jesus. Or if you're Chris, who would also apparently pick up hitchhikers in Michigan. Which sounds awful, and I don't know why you would ever do that. 
Those juggalos need to get from A to B just like everybody else. From one concert to another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Fago don't stop for nobody. So I'm trying to think what my favorite town that I've seen named on Twitter is for Animal Crossing. And I want to say my favorite one so far has been Flavortown. That is pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I've seen... like most. I'm surprised most of the names I've seen have been very reserved. Yeah, I, I would say so too. I think a lot of them sound like actual made-up places, minus yours. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I guess it could be a place. It is a place. In Britain. In the bathroom. Also probably in Britain. Yeah, that's totally something they'd be into. Oh, no, I just meant, like, there's probably a town called Blumpkin. Oh. It, see, if there was enough letters, my town would have been named Brother Blumpkin. <laughs> but, there was, <laughs> but there wasn't enough spaces. Well, it looks like they give you, like, 20 spaces, but in reality, they only give you 10 characters. Yeah. But I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and I do love it a lot. Yeah, I've been doing way more Animal Crossing than I was originally thinking I was going to do. I originally thought I was just going to do, like, I don't know, maybe a couple hours a day, but I've been playing, like, morning, noon, and night. Yeah, every time I like flip on the switch, I see there's anywhere between seven to like twelve people online, and everybody is playing Animal Crossing. See, mine's been like averaging between eight to like twenty-seven people, so, <laughs> and almost all of them are playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, it really reminds me of when Pokemon Go was the shit, and everybody was actively doing that together. But it's been cool because I kind of like that even if you're not, like, someone that you actively talk to, you can just go and, like, oh, their gate's open. I'm just going to go fly out and, like, visit them for a while because, like, there's a few people that I'm Switch friends with but I don't ever actually talk to, mainly because they're just game dev people that I don't keep in touch with. Right. Yeah, I've seen people. There's been times where I've been on other people's island and you just see someone fly in just run to, like, Nook shop or do whatever and then just leave real quick. They don't even say hi or anything. They just dip in, <laughs> go about their business, catch a fish or something, and then get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I've just been leaving my gate open normally whenever I'm playing in the afternoon and I'm, like, know that I'm going to play for a little while. I'm like, yeah, I'll just leave the gate open. It doesn't matter. All right, come on down to uh, Jelly Bay. As long as you're not going to go and plant 20 cherry trees. Or do, just space them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've been having a ton of fun with it. It's There's a few, like, minor annoyances with the game, but for the most part, it's been it's been really fun. What would you say your annoyances are? Uh, so, I think the biggest thing is, like, whenever you're going to craft, like, fish bait, and you have to, like go into the crafting menu for every single one of those that you want to craft instead of just being like, oh, I can craft 12 of them? Let me just do that all at one time. Or um, I originally had my 
my thing for crafting outside because I was like, oh, cool, I could have this little crafting stump and I'm going to put that outside and that'll be super cool. But I never have materials on me because that's stupid to do. So I always had to run inside, go into my storage, pull stuff out, go outside, craft things, and then put everything back. Instead, now I've just got a crafting bench inside because it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to pull stuff out of storage real quick. Yeah, that's like, I always carry iron, stone, and wood on me, and then, like, clay and, like, soft wood and hardwood, whatever. I just keep that shit in storage for when I need it, but, like, most, like, for weapons and stuff like that, it always just needs, like, those ones, because I always run out of stone axes when I'm sitting there trying to farm wood. Yeah, I almost wish that there was... A, some way that you could craft multiple things, but also, like, I wish that if you were in your house and you needed to craft something, you didn't have to pull it out of storage. It just registered that, hey, this is in the storage in your house, and you are in your house. You could just craft stuff. Yeah, and I definitely think, at least for the crafting multiple things at a time, that's an easy update for them at some mm-hmm. point to do so that's definitely fixable i think the other thing is um if you're trying to like split a stack of something you can't really do it you have to like grab one thing at a time and then create those custom stacks which is kind of weird yeah i've had that too where it was bugging the shit out of me when i bought turnips today that's like i had like 10 10 10 10 i had one that was nine and then one that was three and I tried, I was like, okay, well, I'll drop the nine and the three. And then when I pick up the nine, the next time when I pick up the three, it will hopefully combine the one to 10. And then this will just be two. But instead it was just the stack of nine and the stack of two again. And I'm like, All right, fuck it. I, I don't care. <laughs> How many turnips did you end up buying today? Um, you know what? Let's have a look. I can't remember the exact amount. I, I actually had ended up with more money than I thought because I was hoping to have at least like forty thousand dollars when I went to buy turnips and stuff, but mm-hmm. I ended up with closer to eighty thousand because all my fruit came in. So I cashed that bad boy out. Oh shit! And there's a present floating in the fucking sky. Have you dropped a present in the river yet? Yeah, you get an achievement for it. <laughs> yeah. And how I've done it like three times. And I'm like, God damn it. I wanted that. Oh, shit. And it was 5,000 bells. We'll take that. (laughs) Take that every day of the week. Yeah, I've only had money like twice. Sometimes I've had where it's clay. And I'm like, nobody wants this. I could get this any time. I regular get bells. Or I get something that I don't have. Or I get a bunch of like... The iron. Yeah, see, iron's fine. Like, I would take iron. Let's see. see. See, what I've started doing with the resources that I don't care about, like, I have a ton of branches or I have a ton of clay. So whenever animals or, like, my villagers are asking for stuff, that's what I give them, and then they give me something better in return. I have 890 turnips. Well, that's a lot. I only bought, I think, 300. Yeah, it's because... I'm banking on paying this next mortgage off with these turnips. You got some insider trading going on? Well, so since the 
since the game launched and I've been playing, uh, Timmy or Tommy or whoever's in charge of turnips, they're prices have just been like tanking like it's never gone up it's just been going down much like our real life stock market yeah you know it's (laughs) almost like they know that you know did you die over there no i did not die um what was i gonna where what the I don't, fuck was I say? Uh, I don't know. You ended up playing Animal Crossing for like the last five minutes. I know. I was trying to remember prices. Oh yes, 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 yes. Timmy, yes, and the turnips. Yeah, it's just been tanking. Like when I started the game, it was what like ninety bells or something per turnip, and it. Last time when I checked, it was like 50-something bells. Mm-hmm. So it's just steadily been going down. So I know that shit's like has to go up at some point. And I bought them from Chris's Island at like 96. So I'm like, even if it just jumps to 100, I'll at least get my money back and then some, like a little bit. But I would rather wait. And ho- I'm hoping this shit's going to skyrocket to 200 Maybe even 300 in an ideal situation. Because I know it can go as high as 700. Like, in the 700s is, like, a really rare instance, but that can happen. So I'm hoping to at least double, if not triple, my money to pay off that next loan to get the next room. So I'm going to give you a bit of uh, knowledge because I did a little bit of research. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure this is going to bore the shit out of all of the listeners who aren't playing Animal Crossing. So skip to the timestamp in the description. <laughs> there will not be a time description. You're going to listen. <laughs> um, so there's, I don't know if it's the exact same in this game. It, it has been for the last two games, but the way that it works is there's four different patterns for turnip prices. There, there's the first one, which is random, so it'll jump around. So if you check morning and afternoon, and if it jumps, like, 50 bells, and it goes up, and then it goes down the next day, another, like, 20, and it, it just keeps going up and down, that just means it's a random price. It's not gonna... It's just gonna pick a range, and it's gonna change a different one every time. So that one's an easy one to kind of figure out. Um... The next one is decreasing, which is the one that you had, where it just starts at a decent price and then it just goes down as the week goes on. Uh, the one that I had last week, which I thought it was your like yours, was it looks like it's dec- it's decreasing, it's decreasing, it's decreasing, and then it hits a price. It hits like say Wednesday afternoon or Thursday, and uh, it goes up anywhere between twenty and forty. And it does that uh, two times, and then there's one big spike, which goes up, like, 40 or 50. And that's the one I had where I got, like, it's called a small spike. And it does, it increases four times for a small one. And then the big one is it does the same thing where it decreases, and then it increases by, like, 50 to 100 each day, and it does it for three day. It does it for three different price changes, so... Say, in one morning, it goes up by 50. The next one, it'll go up by another 50. And then the last day, 
the the next morning it'll go up by an even bigger amount, and that's as much as it's gonna do. Once it hits that big amount, it's gonna start uh, going back down again. So those are the four different patterns. See, that's what I'm hoping. So it's like diving, diving. I'm hoping Monday morning to see that shit up to like at least in the hundreds, and then just keep going up, and then I'm gonna cash that bad boy out. If it does go up on Monday, and then if it goes up Monday, I would wait at least three days to make sure that it's still going up on the third on the not the th- not three days, but three uh, price changes because it changes both morning and noon. Yeah. Um, and then just wait for the third price change and then cash out. Yeah, that's so. probably what I'm gonna do because I just got my first room attachment. And which it was both I'm like glad I got it because now it's like building out the house and it's kind of cool that you have like your living room area and then eventually you'll get like three rooms and then the basement and attic. But at the same time, I had just gotten my house kind of how I liked it and then opening a hole in the wall kind of fucked up the design that I had. I was yeah. like, God damn it! So then I had to like rearrange and move everything again after I just spent like the day before fucking arranging everything how I wanted it. Yeah, that's basically what happened to me too. I like had my one room looking the way I had it, and I'm like, oh cool, this is all full of stuff. I really like everything. And then like a hole gets punched, and that's like where like the bed was, and I'm just like, oh well, shit. Now I'm gonna just move everything into the other room, I guess. And I've got to come up with a theme for that room too. I know. My my plan is I have I have a, a basic plan for what I want to do for my house. Like so the main room's going to be like, you know, a little living room, dining room. Uh the one room is the bathroom. The other room is going to be my bedroom. Um I don't know yet what I want to do with the third room. I think I'm just going to like put Maybe, like, my do-it-yourself workstation, turn it into kind of, like, a craft room or something like that. Uh, basement is going to be, I'm going to try and collect, like, technology stuff. Like, we have the the flooring, the technical whatever flooring and stuff. And I have a uh, microphone and stuff because I want to do, like, a little podcast, like, little gaming area in the basement. And then I don't know what I want to do with the attic yet. I think I want to just do, like, a really, like, weird room or something <laughs> upstairs. Just something, like, really creepy or weird looking. But that's my yeah. initial plan. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people do a lot of really cool stuff with um with their houses. And it's, like, super inspirational because, like, I mean, not just the house stuff, but I've seen a lot of really cool stuff that people have done with their towns. Like... The fact that you can put stuff outside is super cool. It's like a game-changing thing for Animal Crossing. And it's just, there's just so much cool stuff you can do. And I've seen people do everything from, oh, their island is now, they've taken it from deserted island to it basically looks like a city. and To like, I don't know, just people doing all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, did you see that one dude's video on Twitter where it looked like fucking Japan outside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the amount of time to... They had, like, roads and street and vending machines, like, on the street. <laughs> it was bonkers. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Like, it's... I just... 
yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to spend a decent amount of time playing this game. I mean, for New Leaf, I played a ton of New Leaf, and there's not even half as much stuff to do in New Leaf as there is in this game. And I'm sure they're going to keep throwing DLC at us. Oh, yeah. And there's the seasonal events and stuff like that, which I know the first one should be coming here in a couple weeks. I mean, I don't give a shit about the Easter event, but... Well, yeah, neither do I. I don't really care for the I, some of the items they showed and stuff. I'm just like, uh. But I'm thinking maybe there might be, like, some cool flowers or, like, I don't know, other items that, like, might be a part of it that aren't just blatantly Easter that can be, like, a full-time item that I use. I mean, there's also, I guess, the... Uh... If you look at it a different way, you could still get the Easter items, and I bet they sell for a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Flip them for some bells. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I also saw, I thought it was funny, because I remember the the one night when you and me were playing, and I was like, you were helping me pick all the weeds in my town, and I was like, <laughs> man, I really wish there was like more we could do. It's just like, because they're so early in the game, it's like you don't have anything. It's like you can terraform the land yet or really customize anything. So we're just picking weeds and doing whatever. But I saw videos of people online where they did the musical chairs. Oh, man. You see that? (laughs) Where they uh, all like withdrew. I don't remember how much it was. It was like 10,000 bells or something and like put like a pot in the middle, and then someone was in charge of the radio, and, like, they had chairs go around, and they were playing the music, and then someone hit stop, and then everyone was trying to run and sit in a chair. Oh, man, that sounds like fun. I like that. Um, what else? I've seen hide-and-seek. That's pretty cool, too. Um, I imagine that's really tough uh, just to find people, because people's towns are so massive. Um, I've also seen, uh, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a setup of an arena, and there's, like, water all around it, and somebody puts down their net, and the other two people are in opposite ends, and they go and try and hit each other with the net, and whoever hits each other with the net first, they get a point, and it's, like, best of three. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like competitive Animal Crossing. Competitive bonking. Yeah. I'm sure there's other cool games that people have like come up with, but I haven't like searched for them or anything. Yeah. I was like I know I went to this one dude's town and he obviously time skipped and stuff, but it's like you enter his town and right when you get off the airport he had two giant like purple godzillas and i was like oh dude these are dope and like he had all the buildings and uh, he already had slopes and stuff like that and he had planted flowers everywhere and he was like yeah he's like you can like take whatever uh he's like just don't pick any flowers (laughs) because he's like watering all these flowers but i was just like god damn dude like i totally would time hop or do whatever but at the same time i'm like playing that turnip game and with the turnip game you cannot time hop yeah i'm i'm i don't think i'm gonna time skip in this one i didn't do it in new leaf either but i think like 
to get the most enjoyment out of it, like, to get the amount of, like, because you could throw a ton of time at this game, and I'm just, like, enjoying whatever time I get out of it, and whenever it's, like, oh, I don't have anything else to do in my town, all right, I'm done playing for the day, and that's fine. Yeah, that was, like, this, that was, like, me this morning. I, like, woke up at, like, 6, and I was playing, and I, like, ran around, and picked all my fruit and was like harvesting wood and whatever and my inventory was full of fruit and i was like what time is it and it was seven like 40 and uh nook's cranny doesn't open till eight and i was like well and i just stood out in front of nook's and then turned off the switch and then was on my phone for like 15 minutes and then when it was 801 i was like cool and turned the switch back on and then the lights came on and nook's I mean, I, I don't even do that. Like, I haven't even been stressing about, like, oh, when am I going to get some bells? Most of the time, I just end up selling stuff outside in that little box. I'm just like, whatever, I'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, see, I was like, I don't want the price cut for doing that, though. Oh, it, it cuts the price? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. you get Yeah, you get, like, 20. They take, like, a 20% cut or something like that. Uh, okay. You're like, well, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably still do it sometimes whenever I don't give a shit, but, like, yeah, I guess for that, the... that makes sense now whenever I'm thinking about it, because there's been a few times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to drop off some fruit. I'm like, oh, fruit sells for 400 in this game now. That's weird. But that makes sense now. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, because I know for fruit... It's your native island fruit sells for 200 and then any fruit that isn't your native island fruit is 400 Mm-hmm. Except then, for coconuts, I think, are 250 Yeah. Okay. Which, which is a shame because in the original Animal Crossing, uh, uh, in the original Animal Crossing, coconuts were like 1,000 because you had to use the shitty Game Boy Advance adapter thing to travel to this like little deserted island to get coconuts i guess it makes sense because it's like well i mean coconuts are fucking easy as shit to get in this game oh yeah you're on an island well yeah and any of those tickets you go to go to the islands they have like at least a few coconut trees dude i will say i am super pissed though that i have not caught a big fish that's all I want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be the ocelot or whatever. Like it could just be a shark. It could just be a long boy. But I just want a really big fish, and I haven't caught one. Yeah, uh, I got a coelacanth the other day, and I donated one, and then I immediately caught another one, and I'm like, oh cool, this is going in my living room. Yeah, see, I'm like, god damn it! Like every time I see like a big shadow, I'm like, come on, and then it's like, see bass. No, black bass. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, give me a big fish. Like, I've almost given up on fishing at this point because I'm just like, I haven't caught a big one. Yeah, no, it took me a while to do it. I actually had to start dedicating some time to actually fishing, which is normally not the case in, like, Animal Crossing games. Most of the time you can can catch a big, like, one of the rarer fish, and that's not, like, super crazy difficult. And this one, it seems like it's a lot harder. I will say when I went on Chris's island, I did catch like two or three koi fish, and those sell for like fifteen hundred apiece. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. There's one seasonal fish that I'm still trying to catch, and I think I've got like two more days to do it, um, because it's only until the end of March that I can catch it, and it's in the rivers, 
and I'm still trying to get it, but I have had no luck. You're like, come on. I was like, I'm trying to think like what. So do you, do you know, like what does the fish bait do? So what it does is it essentially a, you can just sit in one location and you can just throw bait out. And basically whenever you cast your line, you don't have to like reposition yourself most of the time. It just works. Um, but also it rotates the fish out. So if you have a small fish out in front, you throw the bait, it'll put a new fish there. It has a chance of spawning whatever fish, but it's an easy way to like, instead of running around your Island, you can just keep throwing bait out there to get big fish. That's kind of what I thought was it basically just like respawned a new fish. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. And I've had a lot of luck doing that, especially since I see those clams on the beach all the time. So I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, I did learn something interesting, too, the other day that I've been using. And it is definitely a game changer in terms of once you get the ability to like customize furniture uh-huh. and stuff, you can customize your tools, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And doing so... Um, resets the durability on them what really yeah yeah so people were saying that like for your because with the normal like axe uh shovel like the good metal ones you can't customize stone ones but the normal tools you can customize uh the way the tools work is each of them gets 30 uses but it's 30 uses when something active happens like with the slingshot you can fire it and fire it into the air however many times it doesn't matter but then when you pop a balloon and get something that counts as one use Hmm. only when it like connects and like you actually get something from it just like with a shovel like when you actually dig something up like you can dig holes all day it doesn't matter but then when you actually dig something up that counts as a use Hmm. or like when you use the axe and you actually get wood or do something that counts as a use but by changing the color it reset it changes the item id for the item which then makes it a new item so it resets the durability back to 30 and it's a lot cheaper to buy the customization things and since it only costs one to change the color it's more cost effective to if you know that the durability is getting close to just change the color really quick reset it then have to build a whole new tool huh I think it's like six hundred per per DIY thing. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much more, how much you're saving on that, because it really doesn't cost much to like craft a new tool. Yeah, I think it's more just like, I guess time consumed. Like, I think if you carry, like, if you just carry the cuts instead of having to carry like mm-hmm. the stone or iron, whatever, like you were saying, you store all your shit at your house and then you do it. But then yeah. if you just carry the one customization thing, which stacks up to like, I don't know, like fifty or something like that. Something. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then just by carrying that one, you can just run to a do-it-yourself thing and basically fix your tool instead of having to carry three or four materials to craft something new. I really wish I could tell how much more durability each one of those had, because then at least I could be like, oh, this is almost out. I can go prep myself to go get, like, fix something or do get a new one. Yeah, and, you know, I think that would be 
really easy to do too since you know all your main tools that you're using are like in your little wheel or whatever and they're like starred and it'd be cool if like you know if it was in the green zone if it would be like green or if or have like a little green circle around the rim or whatever and then if it was like red or yellow or something that like meant that it was getting close to being broken yeah no that would be super great and really useful but you know i mean even in old animal crossings i mean the axe is always broke and you could at least tell that those were about to break because you could see like little shatter marks in the actual axe itself. Yeah, or even if it gave you like a message, like you know, like when you were swinging or something, to like let you know that it was about to like the next like couple swings are gonna be its last or something. Yeah, I've just I've just resorted resorted to. Uh going making a few different things and like decorating my island with them so like i'll have like a fishing spot out on the beach and it's like oh cool i've got fishing stuff out there but it makes sense to have several fishing poles like lined up along the shore because it's like oh cool i can just go grab one of those instead of making it yeah i always carry two stone axes with me now in case one breaks i just switch to the next one because it's like i don't want to have to run all the way back and make another one so I just tried to make sure I always have two. So then when one breaks, I'm like, uh, I'll just build a new one later. And I have probably like three or four do-it-yourself stations set up all over the island. So I have the one in my house. I have one near the airport. I have one at like the very back of my island. Mm-hmm. So then that way when I'm like running around harvesting all the shit for trees, I don't have to keep running back to the same one or two. Yeah, I think I've only got a few of them, but I, I could, once I actually get some of those staircases and I don't actually have to, like, go up and down, it'll probably be more convenient to get to the top part of it. But right now, like, the only thing, the only place that I really run around is, like, the base level because I don't want to have to get my ladder out and then get up to a second floor. Who all do you, like... <laughs> On your island, who's your favorite villager that you have right now? I don't know. Let's see. They're all pretty mediocre. <laughs> How many villagers do you have? I have five. Okay, and they're all mediocre. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty mediocre. I'm I'm not a fan of really any of them. Do you talk to them, or, like, have you given them gifts or anything? Yeah, I have, but, like, I ha- I haven't fa- come across any other villagers that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want this one over that over the ones that I currently have. I do have one that, like, got sick. It was a bird, and I'm like, the bird, <laughs> the bird was sick last night, and I'm like, you stay inside your house, you disease-ridden animal. You're like, he's got bird flu. He's got the coronas. You, like, dig a bunch of holes around his house so he can't leave? <laughs> like, you're in self-quarantine. I hope you got I hope you got enough toilet paper in there. Right, I'll mail you some toilet paper. <laughs> you can use the mail as toilet paper. Dude, that, that was one of the other things I read, too, is you can actually move your mailbox. You can move your mailbox? Yeah. You can't do it, though, until... Um, your house has to be upgraded to a certain point, and it's when you have, I think, at least two rooms. 
Huh. But if you just walk up to your mailbox and press Y, I guess you just pocket your mailbox and you can pretty much move it wherever, like, on the island. That's weird. So, like, someone, there's a picture that someone, like, moved it, like, onto the fucking beach. Like, all <laughs> far. I don't know why you'd want to do that. I mean, I can get, like, if you want to move it from, like, the left to the right or something uh-huh. like that. Like, like I would or, put my... or... Or maybe if you have, like, a fence out in front of your house, you could, like, move it out in front of the fence. Yeah, like, I would do that. Like, right now I have, like, a bird house in this one spot on my island. I would totally put the mailbox there if I could. But I just thought that was interesting, too, because I was like, you've never been able to do that before. Yeah, no, that's pretty that's pretty wild. I'm hoping that I, – I, I'm pretty sure they're going to keep adding cool new stuff because I know there's a ton of NPCs, like – important like series npcs that are missing as far as i know there's not a lot of villagers that are missing but like like there's that dock that's just hanging out on everybody's island but it doesn't do anything right now right yeah i'm assuming there's going to be some sort of either update or like special event thing that happens every like other month or something like that that they'll roll out Mm mm-hmm because, yeah, I can totally see them doing kind of, like, what they do with Pocket Camp, where they kind of have, like, special events or, like, that, like, last a couple weeks or something. Sure. Speaking of special events, did you uh, check out that direct that kind of stealth dropped this week? Yeah, I did. Dude, I I feel so fucking bad, too, because there's two or three games that they showed that are totally out right now that look amazing and fun. Like good job, and then oh yeah, one... good job is a hundred percent the game I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, good job looks amazing, and just the concept of being like the shitty kid or whatever stuck at the office and like fucking slingshotting projectors and just being like a total asshat looks amazing. Well, yeah, it's a hundred percent you the game. Yeah, <laughs> where they're like. You can get it done, like, you can be careful, or you can just get it done as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's you working at the print store at Collins. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, this is fine. I'm like, yeah, me working at the print shop at Collins was uh, Tyler going to the library, renting out Samurai Shampoo DVDs, and sitting next to me at my desk, and us... Uh, watching Samurai Shampoo and then me putting a sign on the door and us disappearing for 40 minutes to go to Panda <laughs> Express or Taco Bell and then like smoke in Silvano's car and <laughs> come back. <laughs> yeah, every time I watch Clerks and I see Randall working at the videotape store, it reminds me of me working at Collins basically where he's like, like he's standing out front and the lady's getting all pissed off that the door's not open and it's just he's like yeah whatever and then he goes and like unlocks it and then goes and relocks it and goes inside (laughs) i'm like that's basically what i would do god damn it but no uh, the nintendo direct was cool i wish we would have gotten something uh for smash like a trailer or something for the arms character but i'm pretty excited for the arms character i imagine they're gonna do something super cool yeah and i mean that I, I wasn't sure how people felt about that. Because ARMS was one of those ones where it's like, you knew ARMS would eventually be like one of the characters at some point. So uh, that's why 
it didn't really come as like a surprise, so I wasn't sure how like the Smash community like really felt about the reveal. I don't Since know. There had been no news for a while on Smash. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Sakurai deserves a rest. I really hope this is the last DLC he does. But um, I thought for sure they were going to do an ARMS character. And then whenever uh, they were an assist trophy, it was like, okay, well, I guess they're not doing an ARMS character. Or they were going to try to do one, and then they couldn't. Um, so it's just an assist trophy instead. But I think it's cool that there's an ARMS character. I mean, the game... I don't think ARMS did particularly great. Um, it's too bad. I like all the character designs for the characters and everything, but um, I'm glad that it's going to be a Smash character. Like, at this point, I'm really not mad about anything except for another Fire Emblem character. Dude, what I think is going to be crazy, and I, I'm, like, 99% sure this is, like, what's going to happen, because they said that they were taking a while to, like, get the feel of the ARMS character right. I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to fight with the arms character holding a Switch controller in each hand and actually physically swinging. Oh, that would be really cool if that was indeed true, and it sounds like it could be. Like, yeah, I, I could totally picture that being a thing. Because that's how you play arms, so it would not surprise me in the least if that's what they were doing. Just like with Street Fighter, how you can use like actual Street Fighter combos to do moves would not surprise me if someone could sit there with both and just sit there and do this and, like, swing and punch and stuff. I mean, all the DLC characters are kind of weird in their own weird way. Um, I still want Dante, though. <laughs> yeah, I still want Beautiful Joe. I mean, Beautiful Joe is forgotten, Justin. Like, aside from uh, Kamiya, who recently brought up that he would do a Beautiful Joe 3. <laughs> Well, what they need to do then is for the third fighter pass, just do dead franchises and they can just pull out all the Konami and <laughs> Beautiful Joe and all of these franchises that disappeared in the GameCube PS2 era. Oh, so like Metal Gear and... <laughs> yeah, they could do another and, Metal and, Gear character. And Sonic and Castlevania because those are all dead franchises. Dude, I did read the other day, I don't know how true it is or whatever, but supposedly Sony it was looking into purchasing the rights to Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and Silent Hill from Konami. No, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, and I was like, it's not like they're doing anything with those franchises. And then, finally... Kojima can do PT. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Think I'm like, dude. If Sony buys it, Sony loves Kojima, so they'll be like, "Here's your old job back. <laughs> make make this game again." I don't know how well Death Stranding did. I know critically, it didn't do all that great. Yeah, I think though, it like money wise, I think it sold enough that it was still considered a success, in financially anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, it, they did win. They like won awards for like the music and stuff, and it was nominated for a bunch of shit. Well, now I'm gonna go check Metacritic. <laughs> but yeah, I know critically, like, I mean, Kojima's games are hit or miss with people anyway. I mean, I like Kojima's games. It's just this one seemed like 
off. Like, and not in a, like, actually, it's not that bad. It's, it's sitting at an 82, but, like, everything I've heard from it is that it's, it's really odd, but not an, not odd in a really good, it's fun way, odd in just the, it's Kojima making a game sort of way. A Kojima unhinged game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, playing Animal Crossing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, is your mom like calling you back inside? That's the look he gave me. It was like it's like Matthew Dinner. I mean that would imply that I ever went outside as a child. <laughs> You're like sitting under the tree playing the Game Boy Color. <laughs> I had do- to You can't do that outside. There's a sun glare. I was like, I had to go outside to play Boktai. Oh, well, I mean, that that's thats thats reaching deep into the games that probably nobody knows about. But it's funny because it is on brand since Kojima did work on it. It was a Kojima game. You were absolutely correct. <laughs> but yeah, and I tried using my turtle sun lamp and it did not work. You had to actually use the sun. Did you have Marcy then? Uh, no, but I had other turtles. I've had four turtles in my entire life, I think. <laughs> I had my very first turtle's name was Shellshocker, which was the name of the Blastoise in Pokemon the first movie. And we had... come, we, well, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> we can come back to it after you're done talking about turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got her from a petco or something and she had i don't know some like weird eye sickness and ended up dying like a week later and then my second turtle was from oklahoma because they do turtle races out there and there's nothing better to do yeah and what which coincidentally so they do like when we went they did a turtle race and they did a frog race and i uh I participated in the frog race because my uncle Jim caught me a frog because I didn't want to catch one because they were slimy and it was in the mud and it was fucking gross. But my frog ended up winning and I got $20, which was pretty cool. And after the turtle race and stuff, everybody just let all the turtles go. So me and my cousin Jesse gathered all the turtles and, uh, both our parents let us each pick a turtle to bring home. So I picked Shelly, and then that was my other turtle. And then she hibernated, and we have no idea where she went. Like, she dug really far in the ground. I don't know if a bird carried her off or if she, like, went into a neighbor's yard or something, but she just disappeared. And then my third turtle was Marceline, who is now roaming free in my parents' backyard. Oh, I was going to say, why don't you have her anymore? But I guess that makes sense that if she's roaming in the backyard, she can't do that at your house. Yeah, because dogs and my yard is 100% dirt and rock, where my parents' yard is actually grass and shit that she can eat. So what I was going to go back to for the Pokemon the first movie thing uh, we briefly watched the remade version of that movie because oh it was on God. Netflix. Briefly. Wait it, was, wait, it was on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It, right now it's on Netflix? Right now it is on Netflix. It is, to watch. is it bad? Oh, man. Like, so, 
So I'm I'm normally not opposed to like 3D animation. Like I don't have a problem with it. Like I, I Jess is like super hardcore like 2D elitist. I mean, picking it, it. I mean, it makes sense because like I mean, 2D looks a billion times better. But like they they elaborated on some scenes for like no good reason, and just some of the effects just seem really off. Like why did this need to get made? Like, you have the old movie that is still just as good, and there's nothing wrong with it in the slightest. And the biggest crime against that movie is that it doesn't include the Pikachu vacation that starts the movie. Did it include anything before the movie? No, just the movie starts. Weird. Like, I think, doesn't something happen like that at the beginning of every Pokemon movie? Like, a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, norm- there's normally a little Pokemon short at the beginning of the movies, which is normally my favorite part of the Pokemon movies. Dude, that is weird. But yeah, that's funny, because, like, I knew they were... I'm surprised it's already on Net. Oh, well, I guess I'm not really surprised that it's already on Netflix, but... I, I want to say it's on Netflix. I believe that's exactly where it's at, but... Yeah, I think that is where it is. Oh, but, speaking... Go ahead. What were you going to oh, say? I was just going to say, like, I didn't think the animation style even looked that bad. It's just, it's the people. The people look really off. And <laughs> it's the... not the animation, it's the people. <laughs> I mean, the animated people. It, it could be worse. It could be, like, the Dragon Prince's animation in the first two seasons. Yeah, have you made it through that yet? I uh, know, I'm still on the third season. <laughs> like, I've slogged through it, and it's it's alright, but, like, I mean, I keep dropping it for other things. Like, I finished The Witcher, and me and Jess just finished Castlevania. I still need to watch Cat. I'm very upset that I haven't seen season three of Castlevania yet. Season three is such a good season. It I'm is sure I want to fucking watch it. I just it's... haven't had time. We blew through it in like two days. We were like, Oh no, it's so good. It's well, that's it's... what happened when season two came out is me and Megan literally re rewatched season one into two <laughs> because why it's not the best season so far. God damn it, I know. It, the, I, the the action is so on point, and it's kind of a smaller story to some extent, but some in some ways it's not. It's it's just really good. I don't want to dive into any spoilers, but... Dude, let me ask you this, though. Did you finish BoJack Horseman? I haven't. Oh my god, man. With, with, with everything that's been going on, Justin, I don't think I need any more depression in my life. I know, but it's so... <laughs> like... It is so good, and I want to talk to you about the ending. Okay, we'll try and finish it this week, and I'll just... I'll spend another week crying, and then we'll come back on the podcast. Yeah, because... (laughs) Because every season, there is an episode that is, like, the lowest low of... (laughs) Like, I think... I'm trying to remember. Like, I think in season one, the lowest low was when he sabotaged Todd or whatever... By buying that, you find out that he bought the video game or whatever specifically, so Todd wouldn't become successful and leave. And then I think season two was where he, I mean, spoilers, but I mean the show's over. Like, so if you haven't watched it up to this point, then skip to this time code. Yeah, no time code provided. (laughs) (laughs) Um, where he slept with the deer chick, which Uh, his his daughter. 
Well, her, do- her daughter, yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't actually sleep with her. But, like, you don't know what... He doesn't know what he would have done. The implication was that it was leading to that, and he didn't know if he was going to, like, go through with it or not, which is what scared him. And then, what was it, season three? Because then there was all the shit that happened. And then the episode with his mom, where you find out why she's all fucking crazy... There's just so... God, it's such a good show. I do need to finish it, though. And then the season where he gave the eulogy about his mom. I mean, that's just a good episode, just in general. I don't know if that's a a super low point in that season, but it's definitely... I thought it was a real low point because you know the entire history of his mom, but he doesn't. And so as he's talking, there's things that it's like, He's still trying to piece together about her that he couldn't figure out, like the things she was saying to him and stuff, where it's like her brain's all fucking scrambled from all the shit Mm -hmm. that she went through. And just him, like, being all emotionally distraught and fucked up and not knowing that, like, you know, his mom actually did care. It's just she lived a really fucked up life. It's just such a good show. It's like the realest cartoon show that i've watched i mean that's not anime related yeah yeah and then all the shit with his daughter and then the chick from horsing around ODing in front of him and shit yeah so good oh speaking of which so i did go on netflix uh it is on netflix uh mewtwo strikes back evolution but I also didn't realize Pokemon the movie I Choose You is on there too, which is the one where Pikachu talks. Oh boy. Which I'm like, oh man, I might have to do a Pokemon double feature and watch Pokemon. I won't watch Castlevania Season 3, but I'll watch Pokemon the movie I Choose You. <laughs> Just like I didn't watch Spider-Man for like a year and a half, and then I finally watched Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, man. I'm wondering, do we have any comic book movies coming out, speaking of which? Um, I mean, Black Widow? I mean, yeah. If that's still releasing on time due to everything? Because Shai-Chi or whatever was supposed to be the next one after Black Widow. Shang-Chi? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we had Bloodshot. Oh, speaking of which, I did download that. <laughs> uh, it it looked really good, honestly. It's just it got buried because of nobody going to movies. Uh, we've supposedly got New Mutants coming out the 3rd of April. Oh, wait. Yeah. And then Black Widow. And then Wonder Woman is in June. I uh I did watch the new Jumanji movie last night, which I guess counts as like a video game movie because you know Jumanji's a video game. I don't like that. No. <laughs> every, yeah. every everyone dislikes that. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, the first I thought the first one was better, but.
But it was funny because we went over to Megan's mom's and she was, they like rented it off Amazon and we were watching it and Megan's mom's boyfriend, Dave, was like raving about the movie. Like he said that he's like, he said he was literally wheezing, laughing so hard at this movie and that whoever thought of the concept of like Jumanji being a video game was quote unquote a fucking genius. (laughs) all right (laughs) so he really set the bar high for that movie and it's like as we're like watching like there's some parts you know where it's like you know i chuckled and stuff you know because it was funny but yeah there's like parts where it's like something like jack black would say something he's like (laughs) he's like he's you see jack black is pretending he has to act like a black dude and I'm like, yeah no i get the concept (laughs) like i get it like it's not that hilarious god damn it that sounds like a painful evening honestly so shifting gears from (laughs) the enthusiastic things that is jumanji that game's still coming out this year (laughs) oh you mean my game yeah mine Wait, no. My? Freudian slip. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you trying to fucking fill fish me over here? I mean, you fill fish yourself. Oof. <laughs> uh, I'm still pushing for this year. Granted, this mo- as you know, the past like couple months, I mean, with the virus and just everything going on that's been crazy, I haven't... I mean, I was working on the game for a while there. I need to get back to it because I haven't touched it in weeks at this point. Probably almost a month. It's probably been like four weeks. I mean, just stop doing overtime, Justin. (laughs) I know, but that's what's nice, though, is by doing the overtime, I managed to pay off my credit card that I bought the Japan tickets with. So that's been paid for now. Well, I mean, hopefully you can still go to Japan. Well, that's not until end of October. So I'm hoping by, well, we're still planning on going to Disneyland in May. So I'm hoping by like end of April that all this shit will be done. I mean, one would hope. I mean, as far as I know, Disneyland is still closed. So, well, yeah, I know their plan was to be closed. They said through the end of march but i know that's probably going to get pushed yeah through the end of april but you know and then i know with japan and stuff like there's still some they haven't said anything about the olympics and i know they spent a fuck ton of money on the olympics so i think they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that still happens mm-hmm. they gotta do test kits as you're coming in the stadium <laughs> yeah they gotta swab your mouth and they have uh, some dude dressed up as Donald Duck spouting hand sanitizer. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I've never been to Japan. I don't know how it works. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that's a, that's an excusable thing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm not perversed, and I should ask uh, Chris... Chris- well, I was going to say Chris, but I was going to say Aaron. Do you remember I, Aaron? I don't. Oh, Chris yes. Is, 
the kid who got... (laughs) 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 Yeah, so Chris had this friend, Aaron, who... So Chris is a weeaboo in terms of he's, like, you know, the whitest of, like, wonderbred white American Naruto dubs over subs. Like, I do believe neckbeard kind of Japanese enthusiast where Aaron was the exact opposite of he wasn't into anime or or maybe I think he was. I think he was more in the manga, though. But he was, like, straight up, like, in 1812 of feudal Japan, like, and would just spout off, like, all these, like, random facts and shit about, like, feudal Japan and just Japan in general. And he got stung in the neck by a scorpion. And ever since then, we said that he be basically became a superhero and obtained, like, scorpion powers. <laughs> You see, all you need to do, Justin, is just watch more anime. <laughs> oh. That slice of life stuff. Yeah, like uh, Lucky Star. Or... Fuck, that's all I can think of now that you said that one anime. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Fruits Basket. Um... I don't know. Yeah, normally I could spout some more off, but like my brain is just going to Lucky Star right now. It's just the it's just the intro to Lucky Star oh, playing in my brain. That uh that one with the the three girls hanging out at school. Oh, uh Asobi Asobase. Yeah. Oh, it's I, so good. I was like Pop Team Epics a slice of life. It's it definitely not. Oh. Um, I haven't watched any anime in forever either, but that's mainly because I've just been working on card game stuff. I've had to switch everything from the conventions to digital-related things. Yeah, I, uh, the, it was like a couple days ago or whatever, uh, maybe not even days. I've lost all track of time being in the house all the time, but I've still been watching my hero academia and black clover oh i'm super behind on on my hero yeah i was like honestly like nothing you're not really missing much because it's kind of like they already did the big arc and stuff so now it's kind of like i i basically call it filler like it's basically this like filler thing that's been going on ever since the end of that Okay, well, I'm glad I'm not missing much, and I figured I wasn't going to be, so I guess that's why I haven't tuned in or anything. Yeah, that's why I haven't also been, like, all about it. Like, and like, oh shit, it's Monday, time to watch my hero. Because I was that way when the big arc was going on, but then now I'm just kind of like, uh... Like, I'm like, the season's basically over for me until whatever the next big arc is. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I was keeping up on. I think I was just watching seasonal animes as I was watching them. Oh, uh, and Food Wars, but it, I, I guess that was still going? Yeah, because yeah, you watched the end of the season of Food Wars, right? Yeah, I watched the end of the arc, and then apparently there was another episode after that. Was there? Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, go ahead and check, but... Well, because... Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I thought it was the end of the series. 
I thought they, so too. They totally set it up though that it could totally not be the end of the series. For sure. Because apparently in the manga, it, there's like two more sagas or something that go on past the anime. Let's see. Yeah, no, the last one was episode 12, the new Toski Elite. Okay, that was the last one. I thought there was another episode, or that's what the rumor was, but I don't know. I hope they don't do another season. I just want them to be done with it. You're like, everyone went on about their lives. I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, there's no way you could top how over-the-top that last episode was, so. That's true, but it's like one of those things where I want to see him working back at his family's place, though. I mean, I think it's pretty implied that that's going to happen, but I get what you're saying. I was like, yeah, it's implied, but I want to see it. <laughs> so what other quarantine things have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Um, What have I been doing? Dude, I literally have pretty much just been working and playing Animal Crossing. That is pretty much the extent of, like, what did I even do? The one night I I worked, I didn't even eat dinner until, like, 10.30 at night. I heated oh, up. I, like, was sitting in my underwear in the dining room eating enchiladas playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> and then last night, uh, I was laying in bed doing something, and I fell asleep, like, glasses on and everything, and I woke up. Like you do. Yeah, and I woke up fully dressed, and it was 1 in the morning, and I threw the dogs outside and then turned everything off and then went back to bed. (laughs) Jesus. I know. It's been pretty boring. Like, normally, you know, we'd go to Target. uh, I'd go to the movies and, like, watch movies and shit, but, uh, you know, AMC's closed, so... (laughs) I don't get to do that anymore. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of, I don't remember if I brought it up. Did I bring it up on the podcast with Tanner? I don't remember about how I fucking parked in the wrong spot, though, at the movie theater. And when I came out, I couldn't find my car. And it was because I had parked on the other side of the mall without realizing (laughs) it. And... When it was piss pouring rain, and when I got out of the movie, it was like, I don't know, like 10 at night, so the mall was closed, so I couldn't go back through the mall to get to my car, so I had to literally walk around the outside of the mall in piss pouring rain to find my car. That sounds like an awful time. Yeah, it sucked, because I parked, and I didn't park near AMC, but... Where I was, I was like, oh, the food court's right here because this is fine because I usually grab food and sneak it into the movies. So I was like, I'll just get something to eat and bring it into the movies. So I grabbed Chipotle and then went out the doors through the food court and there were stairs leading downstairs and the movie theater is right there to the left. So I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I'll just go downstairs, go to the movie. and But then when I got out of the movie, I was like, where did I park? And I was like, well, I came down those stairs, so this is, like, where I came from. And I was like, no, wait, 
I didn't actually come from the stairs. I came from the food court and just happened to exit the mall down the stairs. Jesus. Yeah. So it sucked. And my shoes were soaked. I think those shoes actually got ruined and I threw them away because they were my boat shoes that were beat to shit anyway. I mean, it's about time you got rid of them. I know. I'm down to my last pair of boat shoes. I bought three of them all at one time because it's hard when you find shoes you like and then they you wear them to death and then you go to find those same shoes because you like them so much and then they don't exist anymore. So I didn't make that mistake this time. So I bought three pairs like four years ago and now I'm down to my last pair. <laughs> Are you getting attacked? I was by some sort of mosquito. I was like, I don't know. What have you been doing? You've just been rubbing it out? Yeah, pretty much all the time. <laughs> I mean, that that's no different from, like, normal everyday life. But I did, I did see this picture. <laughs> it was... It said... What was it? It was, like, day... It was, like, day eight or something of quarantine and it showed Pornhub and it showed that they were on like the 136 page <laughs> of Pornhub <laughs> um, other than that it's just been like I've just been playing a lot of my board games that I don't get a chance to play like there's been a few of them that like so I played Root single player and that was interesting yeah was that fun yeah it actually was uh, they have ways of modifying the difficulty it was a little easy on the difficulty setting that I was playing because I just wanted to get the hang of how to play it single player. But um, I haven't had a chance to play that again. And I played Everdale, which is kind of like you're going and like building buildings for your own little woodland village and like recruiting people to like come work in your village. And you all have your own village by the end of like all like the year of all of the seasons. And that was pretty fun also. That would be an easy one for me to teach you guys whenever you guys come back over. Um, but other than that, like, me and Jess have occasionally been playing a few games. Um, I got King of Tokyo, which is really fun. You're all, like, giant kaiju-type monsters, and it's kind of like a King of the Hill-style game where uh, somebody is in Tokyo and you're gaining points while you're in Tokyo, but everyone's also hitting you, so you've got to leave and you can, like, buy upgrade cards and make your monster better and stuff. It's pretty yeah, fun. I've played King of Tokyo. It's a lot oh, nice. of fun. Yeah, uh, at this one uh, board game night thing, went to forever ago, uh, someone brought it and we played it, and it was a lot of fun because, yeah, you have, like, the island or whatever that you have to, like, stay in and stuff, and then there's, like, the different cities and stuff, people trying to, like, take over. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. I really like that one. And then we got another one that's called Point Salad, which I think you've played Sushi Go, right? Yeah, yeah, we played Sushi Go. It's kind of like Sushi Go, where um, each card is a different type of vegetable, but it's on the opposite side, you've got, like, bolt, like, a salad, and a, the salad has, like, say, three bell peppers on it, and you get five points, so you can either grab one point card on your turn, or you can grab two ingredients, 
And for every three bell peppers you get, you have at the end of the game, you get five points. So you would say collect as many bell peppers as you could, but you could also grab other combinations and it would give you different combinations of points. And that's as simple as the game is. It's really cool and quick and fast. I'd be down. I know. I know. Megan really wants to play that. Uh, the Trash Panda one again too. I still have to get it back from Tim, and I meant to do that a few weekends ago. But who knows what day it is at this point? So I haven't been, seen Tim in forever. Yeah, his movie night got canceled. I mean, I would assume so. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I I let him borrow it whenever I was in L.A. like way back in October, and we still haven't got it back from him. You're like another two more months, and I'll just order a new one off Amazon. Funny enough, I couldn't find my copy of Zombie Dice, and uh, I could. I don't know who I let borrow it, and then I went and bought a new copy because I'm just like, okay, well, it's super cheap, and I do want to have Zombie Dice, and. Uh, I found out that PJ's had it all this time. <laughs> and he just randomly is like, oh, here's your zombie dice back, and now you have two. I mean, I could very easily give zombie dice away to somebody. That's like a game that I would just give away as like a gift or something. Dude, well, that's like my uh, comic book blankets or whatever. When we were at Collins, I fucking let someone borrow like two, like two or three of my Craig Thompson books. And blankets is one of my favorite. And it was like months and I never knew if I was going to get it back. So I fucking ordered another one off Amazon and then I eventually did get that copy back. So then I had two and then I let Brent fucking borrow it. And then I don't think I ever got it back from Brent. Yeah, I do that sometimes with comic book trades too. Like it's like I'll buy it and I'm like, I already know this is a good storyline. So I'm just buying it just to fill my shelf. And it's like, I'll find somebody who hasn't read it, and so I'll just let them borrow it, and if they never give it back, it's like, I don't care. I'll just go buy another copy. You're like, this is fine. You're like, I'm letting you borrow it under the pretense that I know I may never get this back again. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, that's like I was pissed in fucking high school. I don't even remember. Brent found like his old Game Boy or something, but he didn't have any games, so he asked to borrow... A bunch of my old, like, Game Boy and Game Boy Color... Well, I don't know. I think it was just an old Game Boy, so, yeah. So, he just wanted to borrow a bunch of old Game Boy games. So, I let him borrow them all, and then, like, when he gave them back to me, I noticed, uh... What was it? Super Mario Land? I don't know if it was one or two. I think it was two. Was missing. And I was like, hey. I was like, I noticed this one was missing. He's like, well, no, I gave them all to you back. I'm like, okay, but... It's not here. It was here because they were all together in the thing. Like, I know I gave it to you. And he's <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know. It, it's not there. So, yeah, now it's just gone forever. Thanks, Brent. See, that seems like a little less fun because, like, I'm at least, like, letting people borrow comics in the urge to get people to read more comics it seems like with games, it'd be like, yeah, no, I still want my fucking game back. <laughs> well, yeah, remember when I had your copy of Killer7 for, like, six years? I do remember that, and you still never played it. And then I had your copy of uh, Link Between Worlds, and I finally finished it after, I don't know, how long did I have that? I want to say, I know it was at least a year, 
if not longer. I want to say Chris was here whenever Link Between Worlds came out, and that's probably whenever I borrowed it. Yeah, because I, like, played and beat it really quick, because I was all about it. Yeah, I I knew I was going to like the game, and I played a little bit of it, but I just recently finished it, like, last year, but it is probably one of my favorite 2D Zeldas. I know, that's... Oh, man, I... <laughs> I really want them to bring GameCube games to the Switch. I mean, I do too, but I mean, I already have enough games to play on my Switch. Like, they keep putting new good things out. I know, but it's like, you give me Paper Mario and Thousand Year Door on Switch, I will buy it again for $60. No, no, Justin, you're going to get Color Splash. (laughs) (laughs) that's the one that they're gonna they're gonna port that over why would you wish that upon me i mean i'm not wishing it i'm just calling the i'm just calling the shots they're like they're like you've all been wanting it and it's here they're like paper mario on the switch and i'm like and they're like a collection and i'm like and they're like with your three favorite games and i'm like and they're like super paper mario and i'm like okay that's not my favorite but and they're like (laughs) sticker star and i'm like uh and, I, and fan favorite color splash all on the switch and then You're... i'm just sitting there and i just break my switch over my knee and start crying i mean i'm hoping e3 time i mean nintendo normally doesn't do e3 but they normally have some sort of big presentation yeah they I'm... do their treehouse I mean, they won't, probably won't do that since E3 got canceled, but, um, I mean, they'll probably still do a treehouse. Just, you know, not at, in LA. I'm, I'm hoping that we get more Breath of the Wild information. You know, or Bayonetta 3, or Metroid Prime 4. I mean, Bayonetta 3, definitely they should have information. I'm still, like, thinking we've still got another year before we get anything Metroid Prime related. I mean, just something. I mean, even for Bayonetta 3, all they showed was the 3 logo, like, that's all it was. I mean, Bayonetta, they definitely should probably have information, because it's probably been, like, I'm going to look it up. Or a trailer, dude. It's been years. It has literally been years. Uh, it's been three years. Yeah. Since we got the trailer, actually, the trailer was in December of 2017. I mean, it's like, to put in perspective, too, that game by, was it Media Molecule, whatever, who does Little Big Planet? Dreams? Yeah, that just came out this year. And they showed that shit at E3 the same year they, like, revealed No Man's Sky. So we got our development update for Metroid Prime 4 in January of last year. So they've only had a year that they've actually scrapped and worked on it. So there's no way we're going to get anything yet from Metroid Prime. I'd even just be fine. Like, that's my thing is I don't need, like, a gameplay trailer or anything. Just bring it up, like, that it's still being in development, like, just something. 
I'm pretty sure they are, and Retro normally does a great job with everything that they work on, so I'm not too upset that we haven't gotten anything from it. Retro always does a good job with their games. But, I mean, Nintendo's been giving us a decent amount of stuff. Maybe not first party, but, like, there's enough indies and good games that have been coming out on the eShop to where I'm like, I've got enough stuff to play forever. And, I mean, Animal Crossing's going to keep me, you know, relatively busy. I know, dude. And then they're bringing Bioshock to the Switch. I mean, I'm hoping that doesn't look like ass, but, I mean, I've already played all three of them. Right? I mean, so have I, but I can totally see me getting it at some point. Maybe the Borderlands collection, because I didn't play through any of the Borderlands games. You didn't yeah. play none of them? Mm-mm. I know you bought one, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did, and I only played it for a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, I got kind of, like, burnt out on it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, dude, I was like, two is great. Two is by far my favorite. Like, three is really good from what I've played, but, like, just character-wise and, like, the writing and everything, like, two is fantastic. It's, like, premium Borderlands. Nice. I don't think there's anything else going on, though. Yeah, I was like, do you have anything else for our listeners, Matthew? Um, not much. I just, uh, we've been doing a lot more digital related stuff now that we can't go to conventions. So, um, we've been trying to get started on doing more live streams. We had our first one a few weeks ago and, um, I've been getting the game ready for doing, uh, tabletop simulator stuff. So right now I've just been working on getting all of our classes put in and all of our bosses so I can pull people in and we can do some play tests, play tests digitally instead of just doing it all over that. We'll probably announce a lot of that stuff on our Facebook. Also, we've yeah. got our, also we've got our picture of our dragon and he's really cool. He's a handsome boy. Uh, he sure is. I know. I still need my goddamn boss battle stickers. I Yeah, I want it's, them. It's the last two. I know, I want them. But yeah, if you haven't already, you should definitely go on Facebook or go on Twitter and check out Boss Battle cuz I mean it is dope and the art's beautiful and Matt and the team have been working very hard on it and it's a lot of fun. Well, thank you. Yeah. Don't check out our Twitter, though, because I don't update that. Definitely check out the Facebook. <laughs> and that is at Boss Battle Game. So. Yeah. And then once this whole quarantine thing's over, I'm sure there will be more events at comic book stores and stuff that Matt's going to do to actually be able to play the game. Yeah, Phoenix Comic Con and AZ Game Fair both got delayed all the way till September, and we'll see if that still happens. I'm hoping it does, but um, that's probably whenever we're going to do all of our stuff, because we still have a booth, 
at AZ Game Fair, and we've still got a table uh, with the Game and Goat at uh, Arizona Comic Con, or I mean, I guess it's Arizona Fan Fusion or Phoenix Fan Fusion. Phoenix Fan Fusion. Got it. Is that the sign out? Uh, is it? <laughs> You're like, and I'm done. Um, I don't think I have anything else other than that. I mean, yeah, I appreciate anybody checking out the game. We've poured a ton of work into it. And again, the art is gorgeous. Like, I'm so happy that we have Andrew and Jess doing all the supervision and making sure all every piece of art that goes on these cards looks fantastic and it's just been it's been so good um but the game's going really well and i don't think i've had a lot of people who have played it that are like i hate it (laughs) so that's i think that's always a plus yeah i know people hating your game is probably the thing that you don't strive for but i think most uh, most of the time we at least have whenever we have a group of people we have at least one person who is really really digging it so that's been good, and I'm hoping that we can get some more digital play tests going on. Yeah, if you have Tabletop Simulator, Matt is always looking for more play testers on it. And we're probably going to be starting to do some contests here soon, because I'm going to probably buy up a, a decent amount of co- uh, licenses on Steam and start giving those away, so that way more people can play the digital version, even if you don't have tabletop sim already. Matt's going to do a fan art contest where you have to draw your own dragon. I mean, I'm hoping... So, there's there's kind of a joke between me and Jess, and we're like, alright, so we know we've hit it big whenever we get ludes of our characters, right? <laughs> what you should do is do a fan art contest, and then the winner gets their art as one of the arts for one of the cards. (laughs) Uh, We were trying to find another artist to help support Andrew in, like, actually getting card art done. And we have someone who's doing our icons, like the icons that are on the cards, and we think we can transition her to doing our actual card art because the backs that she did for the cards look super dope. Um so she's going to probably start helping Andrew out. But we did have a few people that we were trying to see if they could match Andrew's style. And so far, we haven't had anybody who can, like, really do it. But we're still looking so that we can try and get all of this massive amount of art done, uh, which is for the Kickstarter, which is now in late June. You heard it here first, boys. It Don't say that. <laughs> There's just so much art to do, and we have to, like, have, get review copies made two months before the Kickstarter, so we can line up reviews in line with the Kickstarter date. So that's the main thing that's been, like, hampering it. Otherwise, if it could be like, oh, well, we'll just finish the art after the Kickstarter, but we can't do that because we have to actually have review copies for people to, like, review Especially now with that being the primary way that we're going to get the word out. Right. But, yep, that's all that's going on with the boss battles. 
Yep, and I have nothing new negative space related since, uh, I mean, I, I worked on levels and stuff, like, my next world is about halfway done, and I'm sure Surge will be very excited to tell me what a piece of shit I am and demand a new build, but... Speaking of, speaking of things getting done for negative space, I'm sure PJ hasn't touched the music, but I did. I have very regularly brought up that PJ needs to do some music for our game, and he's been like on the Kickstarters now, and he's like, "Man, I could do better music for our trailer than this music." And I'm like, "Yeah, PJ. If only we had some music for boss battle." So I think I finally convinced him to do some music for boss battle. Okay. Fuck you. First, he needs to finish my goddamn music. Like, he's been working on the chapter six. Well, not working on the chapter six music for, like, it's been since 2019. So. Go look and see when the la- when did he give you the music for the last chapter. Well, let me even see the last. I can't even tell you the last time I texted PJ, which I do really need to talk to him. I just haven't. And it's not like we can meet up, you know, because we were meeting up at the library and shit, and he was working on it. But fuck, where is on P- wherever it is? Yeah, it's so bad. There we go. Yeah, the last time I even texted PJ was October third. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Well, that was at Indicade. That was the last time I've seen PJ. Was and- when we went to Indicade. And that was, and you probably got the music before that time. Well, he wasn't even done with the music that he's supposed to be working on during that time. So yeah, the music from even before that, like, I can't even tell you. Uh, Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I'm like scrolling up through the text and he's talking about Fire Emblem, so... That tells you how long ago that's from. <laughs> Last week. Uh, I don't think that's what he's been... I don't think that the train that he's been on... Uh, ever since, like, January or sometime last month, he's been on that dicey dungeon train. Yeah, why doesn't he have Animal Crossing? It uh, blows me away that he doesn't have that. Because it's not a game he plays, and he doesn't play anything where there's too much stuff to do, because... He's he still hasn't done any of the temples in Breath of the Wild. Lost cause. <laughs> All right, and with that disappointing news, I'm going to end the podcast because I no longer wish to continue in a world where people don't want to do the shrines in Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Also, it's been an hour and 45 minutes. That has nothing to do with it. Don't <laughs> let Matt distract you with the time. It's definitely because of PJ. We definitely don't have any more viewers at this point. All right, everyone. Another (laughs) great episode. I really appreciate Matt coming back on and shooting the shit with me because I love him. I miss him. He owes us spaghetti. I mean, that implies that you come over to my house. (laughs) All right, and that's a wrap, everybody. Everybody stay safe. Yeah. Remember, six feet, not a fucking inch closer. Wash your fucking hands. And penis. That too. Yeah.